0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Tim McMaster talking Toronto Blue Jays baseball with MLB.com. Jays reporter Gregor Chisholm. The hot stove season is upon us, and the Blue Jays, Wasting no time, getting busy, and Gregor, the first order of business was picking up the options on Jose Batista, Edwin Encarnacion, and R. A. Dickey. No brainers, but important nonetheless, right?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, and and you know what, what that kind of shows is this offseason, at least from an offensive standpoint, the Blue Jays really have all the pieces in place already. I mean, this is a team that uh, is potentially returning all nine starting position players uh, from the 2015 Division Championship team. And, and obviously the, the main strength of that uh, team from this past season was the lineup, and this is a team that should continue to hit it, should continue to be a strength, uh, and the ability to, to lock up uh, you know, guys like Encarnacion and Batista uh, to keep this window of opportunity uh, moving forward for at least another year. Uh, this is a team now that can kind of – you know, solid kind of go ahead with what they already have offensively, and, and continue to look on the pitching staff is where they need help the most.
0: Some bad news on Wednesday for the club: Devin Travis, he's going to miss four to five months after shoulder surgery. Uh, it's a it's a shoulder that bothered him during the season. He missed the the last couple months of the regular season the Jays kind of know what they're going to miss from this guy because he was so good early on in 2015. What do they do to kind of fill that space? Do they have the guys? Can Can Goins kind of step in there and continue to fill the hole, or do you see a situation where this team maybe goes out there and makes a move?
1: Yeah, no, I think for the most part they can stick with the status quo. I mean, we saw uh, Ryan Goins uh, fill in during the second half of the year after the, the trade deadline when uh, you know, when Travis originally got hurt, and, and Goins really played the best baseball of his entire career. Now, there's some question marks about whether or not he'll be able to uh, continue with that upside, especially with some of the plate discipline. He was showing a high number of walks in the second half. That might be tough for him to maintain, um, but I think there's a comfort level there uh, from the Blue Jays' perspective that they have the depth uh, required to, to, you know, uh, take over for Travis during his absence. And, you know, I think more than anything else, the team is probably going to look at. At the backup position, you're probably going to see a couple of guys added on minor league deals before this off season is done. Uh, probably a few more veteran types who are going to come in and compete for that role, and also provide some depth at AAA. Uh, but it's really just more that overall depth that they need to add, as opposed to that starter, because uh, they can move forward uh, with goings until Travis is is ready to go. But there's no question mark that the uh, you know Travis having that delayed uh, to the start of you know 2016, and now having having his start of the season put into jeopardy is. It's still a big blow to this game.
0: I guess the other question is, if we start the 2016 season and Ryan Goins is as good as he was late in 2015, will Travis kind of have to come in and win his job back?
1: Yeah, it, it's certainly possible, and, and that was already kind of one of the question marks about this offseason originally, was, was whether or not the Blue Jays could look to trade either uh, Goins or Travis, and, and obviously that's... That, kind of question has been answered based on, by default, uh, on the injury to Travis. I mean, either one isn't going to get dealt any anytime soon. But, uh, you know, Travis might need to prove himself a little bit. And, you know, I, I think the Jays have the luxury here of, of being able to take their time with Travis and make sure that he, you know, properly rehabs. And, you know, even if that means his delay, his start next year doesn't happen until, you know, the middle of May or even into June, uh, you know, that's something the Blue Jays might be able to stomach because of some of the replacements, but they're gonna they're gonna make sure that he he forces his way back up. But you know, the plan all along this offseason, even though Goins took over in the second half of 2015, was that that job was still belong to Devin Travis. So, uh, you know, at some point, I do expect him to to, to uh, you know regain that role. He's just not going to be pressed into it earlier than needed.
0: Marco Estrada is staying put in Toronto. We knew coming into the offseason the Blue Jays had to bring back or sign more starting pitching with so many guys leaving the team. So Estrada, when you look at a two-year deal that came together so quickly, says a lot about the fact that he really wanted to stay in Toronto.
1: Yeah, he really did, and, and you know, I think there, this was almost a foregone conclusion from when uh, the end of the season happened, especially when the Blue Jays made him a qualifying offer. Uh, you know, I think Estrada was going to be, you know, have a little bit of difficulty, uh, you know, with being able to find a multi-year deal uh, when teams were going to have to part with a, a first-round draft pick as well. So I think that limited his market a little bit, uh, but you know, he's he's been saying the, the right things all along. And, you know, why wouldn't he want to come back after the year that he was a part of here? Uh, You know, really earned everything he got this season starting the year, uh, you know, out of the bullpen and and not moving into the rotation until May. I mean, he exceeded everybody's expectations. So, uh, you know, I think there's also some comfort level from the Jays' standpoint as well. I mean, this isn't a guy they needed to go out and sign to a four or five year deal. Uh, He's getting a very high annual salary over the next two seasons, but long term, uh, that still gives the Blue Jays some flexibility as well. uh, they really needed to get him back into the fold because there was just too many holes in that starting rotation. Even with him back, they still need to address that. But uh, the concern isn't isn't quite as pressing as it was, uh, you know, a week ago before Estrada came to terms.
0: Yeah, let's talk about the rest of that rotation and what needs to be done. And I think you got to start with David Price, finished second for the Cy Young Award, uh, finishing the season obviously with the Blue Jays. The market for him is probably going to take a little while to build before it becomes clear, but is there still a hope in Toronto that he could be back in a Blue Jays uniform?
1: Uh, a little bit. Uh, I think for the most part, though, I think expectations are pretty tapered, even even from the fan base. Uh, you know, I think that most people assume that uh, he's not going to return. Uh, I think the Blue Jays are still kind of keeping a slightly open mind on that, but I think you know, just in terms of the years and overall, Numbers that Price is going to be able to get, and you know the big market teams that are, you know, interested in her in his services like the Cubs. I mean, that's going to make it very very challenging for the Jays. Uh, I, I don't have much doubt that they're going to try very aggressively to do something through free agency. I don't think it's going to be Price in the end. I think it might be the guys who are a little bit of a notch below that. Whether it's uh, guys like Jordan Zimmerman. You know, Doug Pfister had been a, a guy who was very appealing to Alex Anthopoulos in the past, and I think one of the interesting things over the last the next few weeks is going to be to see how many of those guys the Blue Jays still go after that were tied to uh, Anthopoulos, uh, even though, uh, you know, is the, the new man in charge for right now with the Blue Jays. He's a guy who's an assistant to Anthopoulos as well, and some of the names the Jays were linked to before uh, could still be some of the guys that they eventually go and target. But they need at least one guy in uh, it, an argument could be made that they would look even more uh, better with, with a couple of more arms uh, to that rotation.
0: Is there a chance that they could trade for a starting pitcher? There's been a lot of talk about uh, Cleveland and the Indians and a couple of their starters being available. Would the Blue Jays go that route, or are they more likely to go the free agency route?
1: Well, they are a little bit you know, hampered by the fact that they don't have a whole lot of trade assets, but the one spot that they do have is in the outfield. And there's some really intriguing names there, uh, that the blue Jays really could listen on. And, you know, I don't think you know, a lot of people would expect a guy like Kevin Polar to get moved, but at the same time, if you're the Jays, you might have to listen and, and see exactly what his value is after the year that he had, uh, you know, he's another guy who really exceeded expectations and just brought so much value with his glove. Um, you know, his presence would be missed, but you also have uh, guys like Dalton Pompey who are you know waiting in the, in the wings and, and ready to take over, and he's another guy that teams could target through tr- trades. And then also in left field, you've got too many uh, too many bodies for, for one position. You've got Michael Saunders and Ben Revere. Uh, the combined price tag of those two means that at least one of them uh, is going to uh, you know part ways with the organization this winter. So they do have some flexibility there. The question is whether or not they have enough you know, secondary pieces to add in with one of those outfielders uh, to get a deal done. So it's something they're definitely going to explore, uh, but the easier route uh, and just in terms of dollars uh, would would be just to go out and, and spend it through free agency.
0: You mentioned the departure of Anthopolis at the end of the season, Tony LaCava becoming the interim general manager. Is there a plan right now as far as that position goes long term? I've There's been rumors about Josh Burns, who's currently with the Dodgers. Uh, Is LaCava going to be the guy here as we head into the winter meetings and and into 2016, or does the team want to make that a more permanent role quickly?
1: Yeah, you know, that's really one of the interesting questions about the organization this offseason is I think Anthopoulos' decision just caught everybody so off guard uh, when he decided not to come back, and I think the Jays were left scrambling a little bit in terms of coming up with a plan B and, and obviously LaCava is, is the main component to that because he's able to provide some stil- stability between uh, you know, regimes with this organization. He's someone who goes back all the way to J.P. Ricciardi and someone who interviewed you know, mo- for multiple uh, GM openings over the last several years as well. So he's a highly respected guy across the league. Um, he's really helped with that, and I think he's bought Mark Shapiro some time. Um, because, you know, the timing of Anthopolis' departure meant they had to basically hand over full reign to uh LaCava so the team wasn't shortchanged during the off season. So I think they're prepared to go through, uh, you know, the, the coming weeks, the coming important weeks without a new guy. Uh, but ideally, it's still someone that you take care of sooner rather than later, uh, because it's kind of a little bit of long-term instability for the organization. And that's something that they want to get rid of. And so Ross Atkins is a guy to watch, and Someone who worked with Shapiro in Cleveland, uh, LaCava, will certainly be a candidate for that as well. Um, and, and, you know, there's some some other names that are going to start surfacing in, in the coming weeks as well. But I don't think there's a major rush. I don't think this is something that needs to get done within the next week. I think Shapiro is going to take as, as much time as he feels comfortable that, that he needs.
0: It's award season right now around Major League Baseball. And when you look at the Toronto Blue Jays, David Price, who finished the season in Toronto, finishes second in the Cy Young Award. John Gibbons, I think, overlooked a little bit, not even being a finalist for Manager of the Year. But most valuable player, I think it was a no brainer. Josh Donaldson wins the American League Most Valuable Player. And he meant everything to this team, didn't he, Gregor?
1: He really did. And, you know, as the prize acquisition the last offseason, he really came in and really helped change the identity of that Blue Jays organization. And it's still remarkable that, you know, Alex Anthopoulos was able to pull that blockbuster deal uh, to acquire him last year because you just don't usually see uh, names of that caliber made available with that many years of control left on their deal. But, you know, he completely changed that Blue Jays lineup. It was good before uh, he took it to an entirely new level. Uh, The defense that he provided as well. And, you know, this will go down as one of the best, you know, offensive performances in franchise history. George Bell was the only other guy uh, for the Blue Jays to win the, the American League MVP back in 1987. And, you know, there are there some big years by guys like Carlos Delgado and players like that over the years. But, you know, this, this season by Josh Donaldson uh, will rank up right up there with any of them. And, uh, you know, a very deserving candidate, and, you know, some, someone that really kind of took off all year but really started making a case for himself uh, nationally in the, in the United States, uh, you know, in that month of, of August when he really kind of separated himself a little bit from, uh, you know, Mike Trout.
0: This has been Blue Jays Extras on MLB.com. Gregor, we'll talk to you again soon.